Grand Rising, Grand Rising, everybody. I pray everybody is well. I pray you are enjoying. You know, it's almost like the last week of summer, apparently, or the last two weeks, and summer's about to make a departure, and in will come autumn. And I love living in the UK because I love the seasons. I love that seasons remind me of life. They remind me that everything has come to pass, like nothing has come to stay, nothing at all, like whether good or bad, nothing has come to stay. And so I've always been in love with the seasons. I've always said that we're super fortunate if we live in the UK. I know that many people don't think that because we get to experience the seasons and the seasons teach you so much about life. If you haven't listened to one of my old podcast called Elevate please go back and listen to that it's a very beautiful podcast which breaks down the seasons and how you can use them in your own life to know where you are in your own process and I love that we've now in our Elevate community we've stepped into the month of purpose which deeply excites me um, it's one of my favorite words, really. And the reason why I'm a little bit crazy about this word is because <laughs> it's a funny story. I actually think that many motivational speakers and influencers and just people in positions of what we would call power or success put so much influence on purpose that it can make people feel less than they are. Um, so I feel like people wake up and they're on this major mission to go and find their purpose, go and find their purpose, go find your purpose, go find your purpose. Yet I have this belief that you're going to stumble across your purpose. Like you don't need to find it. You've already woken up. That means you've got purpose. You have been woken up today. That's a blessing. And it means that God is not done. He's not finished. There is something that you've got to do. And I don't look at that in a way that there's pressure. I look at that as an opportunity. I look at that as something beautiful. I look at that as a window and an opening to be like, wow, what does, what does he want from me? Like, what does he get for me? Like, what is it that I need to bring forth? One thing that I've been heavy on sharing lately is I believe that God comes through you. I believe that the divine comes through you. I believe that we were created to be creators. And so in that, one of the best things that we could do is find out what we've got to create, right? And for some people, that could be being the most incredible, amazing, beautiful parent ever. That could be what you're created to do, birth amazing, incredible children. For some people, it could be a business. For other people, it could be a voice, a voice that speaks up for many people. You know, for other people, it could be an artist. It could be a product developer. Whatever it is, I believe that we've all got purpose within us. I believe that the minute that the egg met the sperm, there was an intention and a purpose. Because many people didn't make it. Many sperms, they just, they got missed. Your sperm made it, you know, like that. So it's like, we should already be encouraged and empowered that there's purpose within us. So maybe it's just, what do we continue to do that allows us to find our purpose? 
And I can only share my journey and my truths. And I stumbled across my purpose again and again and again, simply by being courageous enough to do what I love again and again and again. And sometimes people will say, don't do what you love because it ain't going to pay the bills or don't do what you love because, you know, um, it's not it's not going to lead you anywhere. I don't believe in that. I believe that by doing everything that I love, I keep stumbling across my purpose and different parts of my purpose. And to be honest with you, my purpose keeps on expanding. And so when I woke up this morning and I picked my sticks, guess what, guys? I picked, I express unapologetically. I picked courage. <laughs> I picked duality, balance, and intuition, which is the number two. And I also picked invest in yourself first. So when I first picked them, I was like, ah, oh gosh, what is coming? Something's coming. What am I going to have to do? Well, I'm going to have to be courageous and express unapologetically, like what? And then as I was just about to do this room, I got the message. And it's not that something's coming. That is exactly the lesson for today. Today, we're talking about the beauty of failure. And you see, by doing what I love, I've not been as scared to fail. I've failed so many times. And guess what, guys? I'm going to fail so much more. Like, it's okay. As a matter of fact, I'm happy to fail. Many people never move. Many people never jump. Many people never have courage because they want to get things perfect. And so they don't release that idea until the artwork's perfect, until the writing's perfect, until the sound is perfect, until every element is perfect. And the truth of the matter is, that is already failing. So they don't want to release stuff to fail, but they've already failed by doing nothing. One thing that I have been brave enough to do, and many of you have been on my journey from, I don't know, from Zumba to dance, to fitness, to speaking, to mindset courses, to, what, to creating products, whatever craziness Tanya has decided to do, I am not scared to fail. Because do you know what? Practice is better than procrastination. Somebody needs to catch that word. Practice is better than procrastination. Procrastination means you ain't moving at all. Procrastination keeps you in the same place. But because I'm willing to just go out there, because I'm willing to do something, yo, I've put things out with typos. I've put things out where I'm like not happy with it. I look back now and I'm like, oh, yuck, that standard. Yes, I have a pretty good standard, but still, when you're, when you're always working on being the very best of yourself, when you're truly working on investing in yourself first, there is a standard that you have for yourself because you know the value of either yourself or the product that you're putting out. But if I waited for perfect, if I waited for the most amazing videographer and the most amazing um, photographer and the most amazing writer to all come and get along with me and figure this thing out, guys, I would be doing nothing. But the beauty in doing something is you learn. The beauty in doing something is you practice. So over time, you get better and better and better. Let me tell y'all something about people. People love the underdog. 
People love the story. So when you've kept your story to yourself and you've waited to build it perfectly behind the scenes and now you want to release a product that you've put loads of time, loads of effort, loads of energy into and now your price market has to be higher, right? Because you've put time, value, effort in it but nobody knows you. Nobody trusts you. Nobody does anything with you. They are not buying your product at the market price that you're going to put it out at because they don't know your story. And this is why when we look at ourselves, I always say to people, share your story. We buy into stories more than we buy into products. I remember years ago when I was getting my life together, because I'm forever getting my life together. It's always a work in progress. It's always under construction. I do not ever arrive. I am just in the process and I love it. And I saw this diary. Now I'm a diary person anyways, and I've been creating my own diary for years because I just think there's not a diary out there that has the whole woman that I am in it. So I need to create it. And I stumbled across Facebook and there was a lady a young girl even who created her diary because she was at uni and she was also building a business and you know she had her spiritual practices and she just wanted everything to be organized so she built this um diary and guess what guys when she did the video clip that went with it guess who brought it me guess who brought some for other people me why because I understood her Plus, I thought the book was going to change my life. That's why we buy anything that we buy anyways, because we believe as a result of it, we're going to be better. But I brought into her story as much as I brought into the product. So why am I saying this? I'm saying this to you guys because I don't know what you're building. I don't know what you're creating. I don't know what the person that you want to become but I pray that you know at this point from coming into these clubhouse rooms, or even if this is the first time in this room, the first time you're listening to this podcast, the first time that you've arrived to my voice or this conversation, I've been saying it for weeks and I'll say it again. You've got more. But in that more, you've got to be willing to put things into practice. You've got to be willing to move. Writing the plan isn't movement talking to potential clients and not securing them as a client is not movement it's not action that's a part of the plan that's not taking action many of you may be at the stage where you're writing things down great but I'm just here to tell you that is not taking action in order to really step into being purposeful and purpose-filled you've got to move you've got to take action I've heard so many people speak and I'm I'm going to put my hands up and call myself out as I was going through my notes because I always go through notes because like I've told you guys many times, I document everything, everything I document. My documentation was never um, to share with anybody else. It was me speaking to myself. It was me healing myself. It was me coaching myself. It was my therapy. So I would write letters. I would just write out how I feel. I would just write like, that's just what I do. It's just how I get it out. And as a part of me writing things out, right, I gone back and I see the date and it says, oh, I'm 31 releasing this book. I'm 34. The book has not come out. 
I go back to another note. I'm 28. And so if this book has finally got out, I've released it. I'm 34. <laughs> the book is not out. <laughs> yes, I've written other books. But my real story, no, I haven't released it. And I've been writing this book for years. Plus, in between all of the content that I have pumped out from social media to all of my courses, guys, there's a million books already there. But have I actually sat down, put them into the pages, put them into the chapters? No. So what I'm saying is all of my writing has been practiced. All of it has been practiced for the actual book. All of my different projects, from whether it's been a dance project to a fitness, it's been practice. It's continuing to do something that I believe at the time is the best thing to do. Some of them fail, some of them work amazingly, but every single thing has fallen into alignment to where I am now. If I just sat on the fence, nothing would have happened. So this is a conversation for the person that's scared to move, for the person that wants everything to be so perfect that it looks like shit anyways. It feels like shit. I want to speak to the person that's willing to fail. I want to speak to the part of you that may have had to have been perfect your whole life because you had low self-esteem because somebody didn't believe in you, because if you go out there and get, 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 and qualify, 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 that you feel better. I wanna encourage you to fail because you learn so much when you do. You grow so much when you do. I wanna encourage you to have courage to not just write about those things that you said you were going to do, but actually take action to do those things that you said you were going to do. And don't wait until it's perfect. You become better through the practice. You become better through the action. You become better by playing the sport. We just have to look at people who play sports Yes, they train hard. Yes, they put in a certain amount of work. But it doesn't mean that every time they go out, they're at their best. It doesn't mean that they've even got to be in their best by sitting at home and thinking about it. Look at the guy who created the light bulb. Uh, we all know the story. Well, I think we do. It was like his 100th time, apparently, until the light bulb actually became a light bulb. So if he quit, if he didn't try, yes, 99 times, 99 times before he got it right. Are you willing to give yourself 99 times at trying at the same thing before you get it right? Are you willing to have consistency? Or do you quit after 15 times? Because let's, let's be serious. Like, to do something 15 times and get it really wrong, that, that I mean, I mean, not everybody's ego is prepared for that. Yeah, I said ego. Not everybody's ego is prepared for that. But you see when you're working on purpose, you see, you see because of the relationship that I have with God, my personal relationship, I don't care how crazy I look to other people. I don't care what people expect of me. There's one voice that I listen to and one voice only. 
So I, it's not, it's really not about anybody else. And, and the crazy thing as well, why people are scared to fail because people live, live, live. Let me tell you it loud, live in the idea of what other people expect from them. So many of us don't know, right, that one teacher, one teacher, one parent, one friend, one stranger from real young told you, you ain't shit. You ain't going to be shit. You're not valuable. And you've gone your whole life trying to prove that person wrong, trying to prove that circumstance wrong, trying to prove whatever story. And I'm like, let it all go. Because the minute that you do, your purpose is right there. It's always been right there. Yes, that was supposed to stretch you. Yes, that was supposed to expand you. Yes, that was supposed to grow you. But you ain't got to stay there. And so when you wake up every day and you're focused on who you want to become, better yet, in alignment with what the creator wants you to become, because you've spent time with him, You've spent time in that energy. You've spent time asking. You've spent time getting to know. So it's not from a place of ego. It's not from if I do this, it will make me look good or successful. It's not from any of those things. It's because it's within you to do that. You're the only person that can do that. You're the only person that when you do it, 10,000 more people will do it. That's why you've got to do it. When it comes from that place, how can it be failure? How can it be failing? It's just a part of the process. Listen, when I had my sons, I had my first son at 19. And after like the first couple of months, I really realized that, whoa, my parents are good, like, they, they, they had this thing together in my eyes. I never questioned their ability to parent. I never questioned that they didn't know what they were doing. They were just masters at parenting to me. But let me tell y'all, after a couple months, I knew like I knew like I knew, yo, we's about to wing it. <laughs> we's about to wing it. And what I knew more than anything was, whoa, I don't know if I've got anything to teach my child, but my child's about to teach me everything. I knew in those moments that I was growing. I knew in those moments I was seeing myself like I'd never seen myself before. I was seeing life like I never saw it before. And it flipped my whole idea. Because up until that point, I believed that when you became a parent, you just knew, like, I can't explain it, like, because my parents just knew, right? But I realized I was learning. And I realized that I was learning every day. And I knew very early that I would be learning for the rest of my life, how to be a parent. The parent that I was when my children were four and zero or four and eight, I'm a completely different parent when my children are 11 and 15. If I would have kept the same methods and the same parenting style, I could have lost my children. Not because they were taken away from me, but I'm talking about the relationship with them, the understanding with them. Because how I started this conversation was saying, I love living in the UK and I love embracing the seasons. 
And I recognize that through parenthood, there's a season that you go through. There's many seasons that you go through. And so the way that I could have communicated with my four-year-old son or my six-year-old son, uh, when they're 11 and 15 and they've got their ideas and their own visions, uh, we have to communicate completely different. However, I know my place and my position as a parent. Many people don't allow themselves to adapt like that through anything. They don't allow themselves to adapt when work changes. They don't allow themselves to adapt when relationships change. They don't allow themselves to adapt when children are changing. The purpose, the way that I was prepared to fail epically at like 19, <laughs> 18, 21, is completely different to the way that I'm able to fail in my 30s. But again, I'm not scared to fail because I really live in the understanding that I'm awake today. That means it's not done yet. That means this isn't over. That means this is another chance and opportunity. What are you going to do with it? Are you going to sit on the fence and wait for that boom, that aha moment, hoping that everything falls into place and that you would have all figured it all the way out? Sometimes I laugh at people who haven't had children and not to say I'm laughing at them, but it's like, I'll wait until all the ducks are lined up. And I'm like, you could wait until all the ducks are lined up, but you don't know how that experience is going to stretch you. You don't know how, what that experience is going to teach. You can't even speak on it, to be fair. The same way that when you're not married or you're single or you're not in a relationship, how can you speak on what it's like to be in a relationship? How can you speak on what it's like to be in that marriage? It's different if you've dated someone two, three years, five years, to when you've made a long-term commitment and you've married for them 50 years, 40 years, 60 years. Those people have had to grow through many seasons together. Just the same way if you're in a long-term relationship, you have to grow through many seasons together. And guess what? You fail. But it's in the failing that we grow. It's in the failing that we expand. It's in the failing that we learn lessons. We're so focused sometimes on the mountaintop. And yes, the view is different from the top. Yo, it's not congested up there, guys because not everybody's willing to do the climb. But the valley has so much value. I said this this morning in my 5 a.m. The valley teaches us so much. The valley is what prepares us for that climb. If you've ever had to go on like a marathon run and you're not Tanya because Tanya did a marathon and guess what? No, she did not practice. No, she did not. She said, I've got this in the bag because I'm quite fit. And I was a lot fitter then. But I was like, I've got this in the bag. Let me tell y'all, when I ran about two of those kilometers or five or however much, I think we did a 10K. But when I wasn't even halfway there, the way that my body was like, stop, stop, stop. And I was like, uh-uh, there's hundreds of people out here. What we ain't going to do is stop. And I went with my friends and they would all started to walk because you could have walked it, you could have jogged it or you could have ran it. And they were just sitting down with the easy option. I was like, hell no. Although I didn't practice, I didn't come this far to fail. 
And so something kicked in that was like, let's go. And I just started running. I remembered who I was running for because it was one of those cancer runs, which I'll never do again in life. But that's a different conversation for a different day. Um, but yeah, I started running. And as I ran and I ran, I actually got so overwhelmed with the emotion of who I was running for and why I was running, that the tears were dripping down my face. I was crying, I was a hot mess, but it was the same energy that made me say, you know what, they fought a big boy battle. I'm not gonna quit. I'm not gonna quit because they fought this battle of cancer. I'm gonna run because they were running with the baton and they've left that baton to me and I'm going to run. And I ran. It wasn't a jog, it was a run. And I don't even know where my friends were. I left them long time. By the time they came in, I was already recovered, chilling, drinking water. They took ages, like seriously. And that's the level that we have in our mind. You can pick, oh, I'm not going to move because I'm scared to fail. I'm not going to build because things are not perfect. I'm not going to do this because I don't have all the resources. Or you can start moving and watch the resources come to you. You could start moving and watch people reach out and say, hey, I've seen you doing this. Let me help you out. There is beautiful people in the world, believe it or not. There is amazing people that have walked through something that you're just building and they've already got the resources that you want. They've already got the help and they're looking to help you. But you're hiding because you're scared to fail. You won't start because all the ducks aren't lined up. And like I've learned in being a mother, it doesn't matter how prepared you think you are. Life will stretch you, life will expand you, life will grow you. And so there's beauty in getting out of the block and beginning to run. Because even if you fall, even if you fell, it was practice. It was practice. And as long as you're not arrogant, and you're willing to learn, you're willing to expand, you're willing to open up, you're going to learn some beautiful things in being able to fail. You're going to learn some beautiful things when things don't go to plan. Because when things don't go to your plan, guess what, guys? You've got to figure out something else that will still get you to the plan. You don't get in your car and say, I'm driving to London. And then there's so much traffic. There's a reason why you're going there. So even if there's traffic along your route, you just take another route. But you still head to the same destination. I really believe it should be the same with our dreams. It should be the same with our desires. It should be the same with our wants. Many of us are scared to fail, even when it comes to relationships, and we settle. We settle in a relationship knowing it's not anything that we want. But, oh, they showed me enough attention. I'll just be humbly here. No. No. We're not doing that. That's not what we're doing. That's not the conversation we're having. We're not doing that anymore. Many of you have settled in jobs because it pays your bills but it's not what you want to do. It doesn't light up your heart. It doesn't make you excited. You're not impacting the lives that you want to impact. You're not having the conversations that you want to have. When are you going to be willing to do something that deeply excites you? 
that on two hours sleep, you still get up because you're so gassed. Sometimes I don't want to go to sleep because it's like, ah, life is so lit. (laughs) And that's such a beautiful place to be. I love that quote where it says, sometimes I don't want to go to sleep because it's that my eyes just want to keep having snapshots of this moment. How many of you will give yourself permission to live that kind of life? And you ain't even got to scream and shout about it. Because you know what? That's our birthright too. But we've got to be willing to move. We've got to be willing to move. Some of us are so scared of of our current surroundings, like as if there's not a whole world out there. Move. If you're not happy in anything, in anything, and if you're not happy about anything, you have the ability to move. Better yet, you've got the ability to create something else. but we've got to be willing to get out of the block. And if getting out of the block means failing along the way, then guess what? That's okay, babes. Courage. Here's what I wrote about courage. When you pack your day, (laughs) when you pack your bag for the day, make sure it has a shitload of courage. The truth is life will and has always prepared you for something greater. Life has allowed you to experience contrast and conflict, and maybe it will continue to. However, you have what it takes to push through. But firstly, you must believe in you. You were built for a time like this. You were seasoned with greatness and with experience. You have been asked to pull yourself forward and build from what you have. You do not have to figure it all out or get all your shit together. You are enough. You have enough. Now make moves. Make solid decisions that continue to pull your greatest self through. This stick is reminding you to draw it out. When you draw water from a deep well, it's dark, it's deep, it's black. You can't fully see the water, but you chuck your bucket and you draw it anyways. You then have to use some muscle and arm power to pull the bucket back up. But when you get the bucket back up to the top, filled with the water, it was worth it. It's a blessing and you're grateful for the risk that you took in chucking your bucket down. The struggle you faced in pulling it back up was worth it. Courage is much the same. You may struggle to see the full path, final destination or the end result, but you must decide to dig, walk, go and chuck your faith forward. Something great is waiting for you on the other side. I love God. You love God. Yes. I randomly picked these sticks. I set the room from five o'clock this morning. I picked my sticks about seven o'clock and everything is always in alignment. Like I said, when I picked the sticks, I was like, ah, what do these messages mean? But it was perfect for this room. It was perfect for me to share with you. 
Notice that I said you have been asked to pull yourself forward and build with what you have. Not with what you're waiting for, not with what you've lost, not with outside resources, with what you have. I really feel that that's for somebody you've been waiting. And I pray this is the reminder that you wait no more. You step with what you have. You build your next with what you have now. You have courage to go forward and fail. Because when you do anything out of faith, when you do anything out of a solid belief that is going to work out for you, whether it goes to plan or not, guess what? It's still working out for you. The truth is, Many people already start things and go through things and begin things with the idea that this isn't going to work. And so the only thing that's happening is your belief is coming true. Whereas when you choose to say this is going to work regardless, I'm taking the right steps in faith. I'm walking forward with resilience. I'm going through this door because I know that's my door. I'm going down this path because I know that's my path. I'm going after that blessing because I know that's my blessing. That's different. It don't matter if there's traffic along the way. Because when you understand, when you really understand the universe and you recognize that timing is everything, like timing is everything, there are no delayed blessings. Everything arrives when it's supposed to. Everything falls into alignment when it's supposed to. Everything manifests when it's supposed to. Many of us don't have things yet because we're not prepared for it, because we're not ready, because we can't handle it. But we think that we've failed. You ain't failed. You're up. You're alive. You're awake. You've got breath. You're listening to this. You have not failed. This too is a part of the process. You might be stopping yourself. You might be just there getting ready. And, and I'm saying move. Because when you do, that's where you start growing. That's where you start expanding. That's where you start learning. And that's where things begin to make sense. So when you go about your day to day, when you go about the rest of your week and you get up and you get dressed, I want you to dress yourself with courage. I want you to step into some rooms that scare you. I want you to have some conversations that you've been putting on the back burner. I want you to not just write the plan, take action on the plan. I don't want you to just speak to the clients. I want you to secure the client. I don't want you to just write down affirmations about the bag. I want you to secure the bag. I want you to know you are the bag. That's the kind of conversations that we're going to start to have. This is the kind of energy that we're going to roll with because we ain't playing ourselves anymore. But notice, do you know what the most beautiful thing is? When you walk into a room, and what I love most is it's not even a physical room anymore. You could walk online, literally into a Zoom room. 
Your energy speaks louder than you do. Your energy speaks louder than you do. So when you're sitting and thinking constantly about your insecurities, especially if you come around a person like me, I smell them, I see them. And I just wait to see if you're going to speak from your truth or ego. Because ego will let you pretty up that shit or try to at least. But your truth, we've all got insecurities. We've all got doubts. We've all got fears. But what do we do with them? Do we let them be our persona? Do we dress ourselves in them every single day? Do we wear them? Or do we walk around in love, in compassion, in kindness, in faith, in courage? And you've only got to have conversations. And I'm not even talking about opening your mouth. And you see what people are dressed in. And so the higher you vibe, the higher your tribe vibes too. So we're going to raise the bar by raising the bar with us first. Notice my other stick, invest in yourself first. You start with the courage. You start with being bold. You start with stepping out and believing in yourself. Let me tell y'all how I started to change. The first thing, one of the first things that I did before I could change my belief was I changed my conversation. I wrote a post about this, I think on my Instagram and Facebook last week, and I've been speaking a lot, but I changed the way that I saw myself through my conversations with me. They were silent, they were personal. But I recognized through the conversations that were happening outside of me, <laughs> I heard how loud the conversations were with me. I heard how loud what I was really saying about me. And so I was like, uh-uh, baby girl, you deserve more. So I changed the conversations with myself first. How did I do that? I started setting intentions. So before where I would just wake up every day and just go about the day and just let the day happen and just come back to sleep. No, I started to be purposeful about my days. I started to be intentional about my days. So I would say today I am experiencing love at all costs. And that was a reminder to me that no matter what situation I went into, it was going to be a it was going to be a love exchange. Today, I am seeing beauty in everyone and everything. Don't get it twisted. It didn't mean that all the days ran smooth. No, but it was a reminder that even if conflict and contrast came my way, baby girl, you better look for the beauty in it. And so the only thing that I was focused on was my intention. The circumstances, they didn't bother me. And the more that I stayed focused on my intention, the more that I stayed focused on my language, the more that I stayed focused there, guess what, guys? The circumstances really became irrelevant because I realized I was creating them anyways. So the contrast and conflict was probably me with me and my drama. And so the more that I let it go, the more it wasn't around me. And as I was looking, I'll, I'll give you evidence. 2016, in January 2016, look what I've wrote here. 
Today, I'm embracing contrast in my life. I'm conscious that they will happen and, I'm a, and I am aware that it doesn't mean I am off track. I know that it's a reminder of being fully connected to source and been open to experience all of life. Today, I'm embracing life like I never have before. I'm excited for what is about to manifest. Today is going to be an amazing day. I would write this stuff, say this stuff before I got out of bed. And it was every day. There was no days off. I was so crazy about this that my closest friend, after I'd done this with myself for a while, in our normal, you know, your group chat where all the gossip takes place, I was like, what we ain't going to do is that. If we're coming in here, we're coming in here with intentions. We're coming in here with purpose. Ox, my friends. I don't share anything that I haven't lived. And when I started to do a lot of this stuff, yes, I looked crazy. Yes, people said, who does she think that she is? But I don't care. I was willing to change like at such a radical speed that I had to do things that were radical. When I was shutting down certain conversations within me, guess what, guys? You shut down conversations around you. And we all started to vibe like this. We all started to check in like this. If you're in my groups now, you will be very aware that I've lived the same thing. I get people to check in. Why? Because I realized we were going about life, just going about life, not understanding that we're creating life. So how do we create life? Life and death is in the power of your tongue. What do you say about you? What do you say about other people? What do you say about life? And how does all of that bounce back to you? Some people are so selfish. And then they wonder why life seems to pass them by. Some people are so self-centered. Do they wonder why they don't have no real friends, no real relationships? Relationships are life, guys. Your network will really determine your net worth. These aren't just things that people say. Get around millionaires and see if you're not the next one. Their habits are different. Their lifestyle is different. Their mindsets are different. And no, they're not all snobby. No, it's not that. It's not that at all. So when are you going to count yourself in? When are you going to be willing to fail so much that you create something different? When are you going to be willing to continue to walk on the path, even if it gets crazy? Here's another one. Today, I am detaching myself from my circumstances by choosing to be an observer on my life. I am not a victim. I hand myself to divine source and I trust that I will receive the guidance and assistance that I require. I am loving life and I'm excited to see what manifests. Today is going to be a profound day. Here's another one. Today, I am an emotional being, which means I am aware of my guidance system and I am using it to the best of my ability. 
I understand that this guidance within me is aware of where I stand at all times in alignment to what I desire. I trust that it will guide me to, to live a path of the least resistance, which also happens to be the path of my greatest joy and greatest clarity. Today is gonna to be an enlightening day. I know I was heavily influenced at that time by Abraham Hicks, I can hear it. Today, I am fulfilled by all of life. I engage in love and relationships. I choose to see the beauty in everyone and everything. I am fun-filled, I am fun-full, and I have fun in all I choose to do. I know that all of life is working for me. I trust I am fully equipped and divinely guided to blissfully vibrate through my day. Today, I choose to create a day of abundance full of unexpected blessings. This is how I live my life. This is also how I changed my life. Because I changed my mindset. I changed my language. I remember when I released four books this year and one of my best friends, she was literally my best friend growing up through all of my teenagers, she brought one. And when her feedback was, oh my God, you don't sound nothing like you. And I said, lol, you just don't know me now. Because anybody who's around me now would know my books sound exactly like me. But she's referring to the person that she knew 15 years ago. I'm not the same person. I'm a more evolved, expanded, amazing version of the same thing. I didn't have to change much. I still am who I am. But what I'm saying is I changed the way I saw myself. So I changed the way I speak, not just about me, but about life and about other people, period. I completely transformed my relationship with God and the way I see the creator. And I had so much limiting beliefs. They were just limiting, limiting beliefs to hence why for me personally, I would say I'm a spiritual being. I'm not religious. Re religion was too limiting for me. But you've got to know your walk. You've got to know your story. You've got to know your truth. And own it. I am so grateful for every chapter, every story, every character, every experience. Because even if it felt like I was failing, if you don't know me personally, I've been coaching for years and there was a season where I was in a terrible relationship. And when I was in that relationship, I said, I have no right to teach another woman how to be because I am here accepting less than I deserve. And this is some BS. So I am talking to no women about how they can be because I am failing badly. And I stopped I let my circumstance define me for a period of time. And then I had this light bulb moment and it was like, the only reason you're in this is so that when you do coach and when you do teach, you can show people, yo, I've been in that. And bruh, you can get out. That's not me saying stay in it. That's not me saying call it into your life. That was my personal experience. Because I used to sit on a little pedestal if, I, if there were certain things I just never went through. So my thing was, I used to be talking to people like, just get out, like, just do it, just get out. It's not that deep. But when you're in it, it's different. And so I'm grateful 
that I was allowed to be in it. And I was in the deep. I was in the gutter. But it's the same thing that made me come out strong. It's the same thing that made me come out with new vision. It's the same thing that made me come out with new perspective. It's the same thing that made me come out and be like, yo, let's go, T. Some of y'all stay counting yourselves out. So you don't even give yourself the opportunity to fail. Count yourself in. Because there's so much beauty when you do. I pray that this encourages and empowers somebody to start to set intentions when you wake up in the morning. Start to call new energy in. If you haven't got pick-me-up sticks, you're missing out. Like, get involved. Because if you're not in a place where you know how to do it yet, you could pick a stick a day and it gives you a message. It helps you. And there's specific ones. If you just want ones to set intentions, there's a pack. If you want ones to be uplifted, there's a pack. If you know you're struggling mentally, there's a pack. Even if you know that you're struggling, a lady reached out to me and she has a mixed race child and he's struggling with his identity. So I made a pack just for them. If you're struggling as a mother, there's a pack. If you're struggling as a king, even seeing yourself as a king, there's a pack. If your children need encouragement, they're going back to school. And let me tell y'all, these schools are not for our kids. To keep them lifted, keep them grounded, keep them empowered, like pump them up. Make them know who they are from the inside. So when they walk outside, they're armored. My team are armored with prayers and affirmation. We walk differently. Yeah, and I say that boldly. I say it confidently. Laced in affirmation and prayer. You can't mess with a woman built like that, period. So kings, armor yourselves up with prayers, with words, because life and death is in the power of the tongue. It's my time. I could go on forever on this subject, but I just wanted to come in this morning and intervene. <laughs> I just wanted to intervene with some of y'all that have been scared to fail, scared to move. You're still writing the plan that you've been writing. Let's release it. Let's take action. You're still warming, warming your leads. Uh-uh, secure your leads. Get the bag. Let's operate like the boss that we are, build on self-success. You want to be a bay? Build an empire. Let's go. Stop counting yourself out and count yourself in and then get acquainted with people that are doing the same. Energy grows where energy goes. Let's go. I pray you guys have enjoyed this conversation. If anybody's had any aha moments, any thoughts, any ideas, just anything that you want to share with the rest of the room, please do come to the stage. If you want to ask me a question, please feel free. But I just pray that you guys really hear that failure is a part of the journey too. If only you choose to move. If only you choose to do the work.
if only you choose to get out of the starting block, like seriously. Any questions, any thoughts, any ideas? Or we complete? Okay, cool. So just to end, I also found this note. I told you I'll document everything. And there just was a season, I told you guys, and all I had, all I felt like I had was my pen and my paper. That's all I had. Guys know I'm surrounded by a beautiful, big, amazing family, but I am so good at just being good, like by myself within that as well. And so it's not to say I've ever been lonely. I'm not saying any of those things, but where I was mentally, where I was emotionally, where I was spiritually, all I had was my pen and my paper and God, period. And here's what I wrote. So I turned my notes into products because guess what? That's all I had, a big heart, a hell of emotions and a pen in my hand. So I wrote it all out. I write to every single part of me that needs healing. To every part of the woman that I thought that I was, I am and I'm about to be. I write so loud that it's as if the paper was speaking to me. What makes you create? The truth is I'm a private person, but I'm a real person and I was stuck. And if I was stuck, it meant that people were stuck too. Now to hear what the sticks do for people is truly something I could never have dreamed of. I can't wait to share more of my journey with you. Some people sing, others write, and some people never share. But I've been turning my pain into purpose, and I actually cannot wait to continue to get these notes out there. There's going to be some new products dropping soon. And I really can't wait to hear how they lift, motivate and inspire you. I dare you to share your pain, to share your joy and everything in between. I dare you to share your truth because it's amazing that when you create something for you, that it can do magic for others too. Sometimes we just have to walk through things to birth greater things. I really pray that you guys give yourself permission to birth something great in this season. As the seasons shift and change, maybe so should you. So I really just pray that you continue to just be, be amazing in whatever it is that you're currently going through. See the greatness within it. See the beauty within it. Continue to be a badass, continue to be bold, continue to be courageous and confident. There's so much blessings assigned to your name, but you're going to have to move to go catch them. Go get them, boo. Have a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Tan Up Tuesday. And as always, you can continue the conversation with me via email at shaketheroom underscore ch. Oh gosh, I forgot it. Shake the room underscore ch at mail.com, or you're welcome to drop into any of my inboxes. Um, yeah, I like to hear from you guys. I like to hear how these rooms are inspiring you, encouraging you. Um, if you're doing any of the things that I share, I like to hear how they're transforming your lives. 
I know that when I come to the stage, sometimes the whole room goes quiet. Sometimes you spin out and go in a daze, but it's all good. I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep talking to myself. Um, I'm praying that it lands with someone and that it's going getting through to you guys. So have a beautiful, beautiful day. And yeah, stay in your power, stay in your beauty, stay in your kindness. Oh, as always, mother saving grace. Grand rising. Hey, how are you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm not I'm, I'm actually not saving grace. Um you were speaking and um something came to light. And um when you were saying that you have a big family, but you're good all by yourself. Um what had happened is I was listening to you. And for those of you listening, um, in our Elevate space, we have great support for each other. You know, we've had, it went two months, first month was relationship, second month was power, and now we're going into purpose. So for the first two months, I had amazing accountability buddies and partners, and, you know, it was fantastic. So Tanya always speaks to me about, why I always do things with other people. So I say, Tanya, everybody's different. I love doing things with people. I'm a people person. I just love people. So today I'm here writing and I, I just found something hiding underneath me. I was like, ugh. And I heard Tanya speaking. I was like, ugh. Feel it in my stomach. And um, this month Tanya said, no accountability buddies. So I've just written that. When she said that, I went, oh no. And I went, oh no, because I had a belief, an underlying belief that I need people. I actually asked. I was like, me, 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 Miss Independent, me, Miss Strong, needy. What the hell is she talking about? But um, sometimes these things are so, they're so subliminal, they're so slight, you've got to look. And and sometimes you don't know how to look because we're just used to being who we think we are and we truly don't have any idea who we truly are. So, yeah, I just found it. I was like, oh. Do you know what it is? I'm so grateful because I see in my observation of humans, I call people humans, by the way, guys. Um, we think we know who we are. And what we don't understand is <laughs> who we are, who we think we are, is how we operate every single day. And so I always love this story of, could you imagine if you, God forbid, went into a coma for like a year or two years, and when you woke up, your, your memory had been wiped, but they said to you that you was a millionaire, you was a king, you was, so they just pumped up the highest vision of yourself. What do you think would happen to you? You're gonna become you're gonna become that person that they told you that you was because you've got no other memory. You've got no other belief. So you're gonna come back to being that person. And so what we don't understand is 
every single one of our circumstances right now are based on what we believe about ourselves. That's who we've allowed ourselves to become. And many of us don't give ourselves the opportunity to step outside of that and create something different. So yes, if you ever are brave enough, bold enough and courageous enough, because I'm telling you, I was a brave, bold and courageous decision to come in the doors of Elevate. I will flip every table on everything you've known about yourself. I will pull off every jacket you've worn. My brand is called Raw. Why? Because I want to know who you are in your rawest form. And so many of us have built these ideas of ourselves based on this external thing. Oh, I've got a voice because people listen when I speak. Oh, I've got impact because I've been doing things in the community. Oh, I'm a good person because my children, nah, 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 nah. Pull it all off, pull it all off. Pull it all back. And when you pull it back, I knew what was going to happen because I've been studying the people in Elevate and we'll go into purpose and we'll lean into the people that are the coachy ones and the people that have the opinions and da, 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 and we'll find our purpose in the voice of everybody else. No, 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 no. What you're going to do is find your purpose in yourself and God. Because purpose don't exist anywhere else. So we'll silence the noise on the accountability groups. We'll silence the noise on the relationships with people. I want to know who you are when you sit in the dark by yourself. I want to know who you are when you wake up first thing in the morning. I want to know who you are when everything you know around you falls and crumbles. Who are you? And some of us aren't bold enough to ask ourselves those questions. Some of us are scared. And so if you're scared, welcome to Elevate, let's go. Miss Julie wants to come up. Level up was crazy, but Elevate's different. It's karma. Do you, want people, do you actually want people to come up? When people come up, <laughs> it's not me guys, I'm really sorry, but when, 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 the, when the channel's open, it just comes through. Grand <laughs> rising, Julie. Oh, people are coming up now. What's good, Miss Julie? How are you? Oh, we can't hear you, Julie. Miss Julie, we can't hear you. We'll come back. Miss Anita, let us know if you can hear. Driving. Yes. Driving That's okay. I just had to speak. I'm like, she said it like that about the coma. If you're in a coma and someone, you wake up and you can't remember anything, someone says, This is you. Oh my God. Yeah. I kind of never thought about it like that. But it's so true. We do believe, I believe, I can't talk, we're not talking, I. That made me really see just, oh my gosh, I just believe. Yep. I can't even speak, like literally. I'm like, I'm driving, I'm talking illegally. I'm like, I'm even right in the group. Because um, you believe. Analogy, saying it like that makes sense. Because we believe so small of ourselves. I would like to be that millionaire, though. 
but you've got to believe it. This is, I feel like we wait for the circumstance. Do you see what I mean? And that's why many people who win the lottery lose all lottery, you know. I'm so Caribbean. Oh my gosh, lottery. Many people who win the lottery, <laughs> many people who win the lottery, um, they lose the money. Why? Because their mindset can't maintain it. They still believe they're broke. They still believe they don't have. So they're probably the person that buys the yacht, buys the seven bedroom house, buys, buys, buys. Uh, who's paying the bills in the seven bedroom house? Because you ain't thought of a way to make the money turn over to maintain the bills for all the stuff that you've brought. When you hear a millionaire speak, they say to you, get comfortable making a thousand pound a hundred times. Then get comfortable making £10,000 a hundred times. Do you understand? It's the small steps, but we all want the million because we believe the million is going to change our life. But we don't know what to do with the 1000 We don't know how to grow the 1000 We don't know how to get the 1000 We don't know what to do with 10 grand. Yo, heck, some of us don't know what to do with income support. Come on. Yeah, this is how I talk in Elevate. I'm not going to pretend that I don't speak like this because I do. That's it. And that's why I say to people, it's okay that we want to incorporate tools like visualization, but on a big boy level, what are you really visualizing? More of this. Hell no. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. Because that's the truth. Our belief will only take us where our belief will take us. And until you're willing to expand your belief, until you're really willing to clean up your core beliefs a lot of our core beliefs are that we have to work hard says who where maybe the slave master but i don't have to work hard i don't have to work hard do you understand some of our core beliefs say we're not good enough some of our core beliefs say doesn't matter what we do we're gonna fail we're gonna get come on we've got to tap into this stuff and unlock it destroy it and demolish it and when you do, watch your paycheck go up. Watch your circumstances change. I think today as well, when you speak about the sticks, you know, my stick, one of them was peace. So definitely, as you start to take off these layers that you unconsciously wore, you know, as, as you start to get really naked, I like nakedness some. So, yeah, you start to see inner peace and, yeah. It just, it just feels like, wow, I've really been unconsciously carrying that. I did not, I did not see neediness in me anywhere. I, I, I was like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> it was really great to, to recognise it. And like Anita just said as well, it is that we are so stuck in, well, I've always done it like this. And if I'm going to get rid of that, I'm scared because I don't know what's on the other side of not being this way. I've never chosen to be any other way except for this. So there's, it's, it's a lack of faith. That's, that's how I would define it. It's a lack of faith. 
And I think, like, the, the definition of faith is, like, you know, things that you can't see, but they're hopeful. It's like uh, there's something there that if you just have the courage to walk towards it, there's a different reality. And sometimes we're just stuck in what we know, what we see, how we've been. We're scared to get naked. We're scared to actually unveil this clothing, this strong suit, this, this whole way that we've been and see what vulnerability, nakedness, openness looks like. Whenever I've done it, I land in peace. I land in peace. I land in peace. It's just so beautiful. And that's another thing. Some of us are even scared to land in peace. We'd rather have conflict and confusion and drama. But peace is different. It's, it's just different. It's different. I love it. I'm going to stay in peace. Miss Julie, can you speak now? Can you hear me now? Yay! Ah, oh, I don't know what happened before. I wasn't meant to speak before. <laughs> Go on, speak now. Tell us. I was supposed to listen. Grand Rising, everyone. Grand Rising. Yeah, I, I just want to say I was the complete opposite. And I say was, past tense, to needy there I was all I can do bad or on my own you know I was all up whatever needs doing whatever needs to get done I can do it I can manage I can do it I can manage groups weren't my thing I said this from the very beginning and all I wanted to say was it's amazing how what you think you need is actually the complete opposite love that Um, we've been as you said we've been conditioned and trained to believe and to do this and to do that and it's all wrong. It's completely wrong. If you just stop and reset and everything you think you needed to do, it's a complete opposite. I'm not a group person. And I have found, I found myself in a group. If anybody had told me this four weeks ago, I'd have said, nah, not me. Getting up at 5am again, nah, not me. So every single thing that I have been saying no to has turned into a yes. Yes. So don't be fearful. Don't be afraid. Don't think of tomorrow. Do it now. Do it now. Do it now. Because whatever you believe and think is the complete opposite. God will guide you and it's the complete opposite. That's what I need to come up and say. I love that. And I and you know what? That's why I love Elevate. And that's why I love what we're doing. Because whatever you need, you're going to learn it. It's going to come to you. It it will be revealed, you know, and and that's why I, I flip it, you know, in so many groups and training that I've done, they do the same thing again and again, they have a, a set way, I tell anybody that works with me, I do not work with this world, I work with God, and so if God says change all the rules, I change all the rules, and some people can't deal with that. Some people come in and they expect this and that. And I'm like, it's not going to work like that in here. And it genuinely is because when spirit says to me, move, I'm moving. And I said it earlier, I'm not scared to look crazy because at the end of the day, I know what's happening. Like in terms of even when I don't know what's happening, I know who's in control and it's not me. But you need to come in open. You need to come in, literally take your coat off at the door. You understand? Literally, no bother coming with your coat. Yes. Leave them at the door because when they're ripped off you, literally ripped off your back, you're thinking, oh my God. So come in open. And that's the way you should have been and always should be, to be honest. So I've learned, as I keep on saying, and I will keep on testifying, I have learned so much and still so much to learn. And it's been joyous. 
I love that. Thank you. And you know, it reminds me when I used to do my fitness class and some of y'all in the room, we used to have a, a jar at the door. <laughs> I used to say, leave your bullshit at the door. So if you had a bad day, any bad thoughts, you had to write them out and leave them at the door. That has always been my ethos. Because when we come in here, we're coming to turn it up, you know, and it's the same in Elevate. Everything that you thought you thought, everything that you thought you believed, it's going to be shook. It's going to be questioned. And I always say this just in life, personally, be willing to relearn, be willing to undo, be willing to reset. They are beautiful vibrations, contrary to what many people will teach you. Mr. Claude. Yes, ma'am. You're so, you know, like the way that you speak sometimes, like get ready to come in here, get ready to be shaped up, get ready to, you would leave people outside the door. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, I, what, I would like, what I would like to say is Julie said it's so, so good. Julie was fine. There was nothing wrong with Julie. Julie was an amazing doing bad all by herself woman. You know, she would get things done. No nonsense kind of woman. By her having the courage to step and see what was on the other side, like Tanya said as well, it just expands Julie. It just gives Julie more capacity of who Julie is. So, like, like for me, I thought, yeah, I'm a group person. I, you know, what I've found since this month that Tanya has said, right, no accountability partner. I'm like Tina. You're doing this for you. So I have got up already. I've done my 5 a.m. I've done my half an hour non-stop dancing. I've done my walking. I've done my reading. I'm drinking my I'm, I'm like, I'm just doing it. So, so sometimes what I do in groups is I wait for everybody else. So I'm seeing like, rotted. I can do groups, yeah? But I can do bad all by myself. I don't need anybody in that way. So that's what I'm seeing as well. So it's the, it's the balance that it's going to make you more of, oh, listen, listen, the mighty God that we are a part of and what he's invested in us. Let's show up and show out. So when we step in, he's going to show us how to show out and, yeah, just be the best. So it's just expanding whoever you are. It's not like there's anything wrong. There's just more. There's just more. Amen. I totally, there's just more. We've just got more. And I pray that's what you heard, Anita. You've got more. Our vision has to expand. It has to. Yes. Mr. Claude. Hi, Dad. Grand Rising. Ooh, Dad, you're on mute if you can speak. Ooh. Good morning. I don't know why I pushed the button. Um. <laughs> Julie spoke and it woke you up. <laughs> No, 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 yes. Well, it was, um, I don't know why I pushed the button, but God must have made me push the button. Um, all I've got to say to everybody in the room is, is that all relative, it's the law of attraction. You know, what you, what you think, what you speak out, what your, your thoughts is what you attract. And sometimes you have to change the way you think, change the way you act, change the way you change your whole percept, perception on life and just change the way you're doing things. And then you'll attract what you're, what you um, desire. And uh, yes, I was listening to this podcast on the way in to work this morning, and it was like it was said to me by your mum. And what your mum's and Julie's talking about is all in this podcast. So it was just um, the law of attractions. What you, you know, what I mean, what you're listening to, then then you come along. I didn't tell you I was listening to it. Then you say the same things. You know, but what 
that guides us and an intuition along the way too. All right. Yes, thank you. And that's the truth. However you go about your day, just know what goes before you. And one thing I will say, the key to changing anything, as much as it is to producing anything, is repetition. That's why I repeat affirmations. That's why I repeat the way that I speak about certain things. That's why when I'm training to do something, I will repeat the training that I'm doing because it's developing a new habit. It's developing a new perspective. It's developing a new way of being. When I coach people, I tell them to write down what it is that they want to do, be, create in what, six months, a year, 10 years, however long the time period is. And then I say to them, get up every day and become that person. Be that person now. We're not waiting for it to arrive. We need to be that now. So if you want to be the CEO, wake up and act like the CEO. If you want to run a multimillionaire business, wake up and act like that. I wanted to just share, somebody sent me a message as well, and they gave me an acronym for FAIL. Um, I love acronyms. Acronyms are my favorite. And their acronym for FAIL was First Attempt in Learning, which I love. First attempt in learning. When you start to look at FAIL as that, it's, it's, it's light work. It's light work. So let's go. Continue to be inspired. Continue to lift, listen to things that grow you. If you've been here for this long, thank you very much. It's much longer than my normal morning rooms. But I appreciate your time and energy. But we's about to get out and thank all of you who came to the stage to contribute to this conversation. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I will see you guys. What day is it? Tomorrow evening and then back on Thursday morning. Mum and Dixie will be here tomorrow. Be great and have an incredible, amazing day. Tonight's that night. You DJ Platers on my lady. So go down. So we can dance all night. Trust it tonight's the night. Yeah. DJ Platers on my lady. All right now. So we can dance all night. I'm talking about party and bullshit. Party and bullshit. Say party and bullshit. Party and bullshit.